Not sure if many of you know, but we do have a virtual tier within the Design Coven, virtual pro member tier, which includes three virtual meetings a month where we set intentions. We do group coaching. So bring all your questions. We answer those questions and you get to learn from other people going through the same struggles as you. We also do a business practice meeting. So we'll have somebody on to share a business practice that we can all benefit from. And then we also do a product training. So getting a sustainable, eco-friendly line to come on and share who they are so that we can be supported with other like-minded businesses. And if you're not quite ready for pro, you can always join our free community where you will connect with other like-minded holistic interior designers. You don't have to be an interior designer if you are kind of just dabbling or you're aspiring or you're looking into this field. We invite everybody from all journeys and you don't, again, have to be a designer. You don't have to have a degree. We're just a beautiful community of like-minded people looking to create healing spaces, not just for ourselves, but for our clients and future clients. Come join us at designcoven.com forward slash join. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. We have Erin V from Style Row on with us today. Welcome, Erin. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you. Same. Excited to be here. Of course. Um, we're going to dive in to some pretty cool stuff in the realm of software for interior designers and a bit about your history and background and how you got into this world. But before we do that, yeah. I want to go ahead and set our space, um, just lighting a candle just to be here in the present moment. I know we've had some sort of chaotic running around and things. Yesterday was the fourth and, um, you know, just getting back into work <laughs> mode. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of connect us with that element of fire, connecting us with our intention of connection and learning and all those good things. And nice. I'm also going to pull a card. So I've got the Radiant Crystal um, deck by Bouchette Design. She's actually a commercial interior designer that created this beautiful deck of crystal cards. Oh, cool. Yeah. So let's pull a crystal for us just to kind of see what we've got going on. Ah, Unikite, balance, release, and grounding. I really definitely <laughs> feel the grounding here. Um, the affirmation is, I am open to greatness when I release doubt and fear. It's um, a good one. Yeah, beautiful. So yeah, yeah. I'm grounding, some centering, love it. So Erin, I always ask um, anyone that comes on, you know, what's home for you? What's home at the moment? The idea of home or your physical home? I'm always curious about, you know, because it means so many different things for so many people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we just recently moved to Santa Rosa Valley, which is a little tiny 
um, kind of country hamlet outside of Los Angeles. Um, so I've been in LA since I was nine. Then we went up to Santa Barbara and Montecito for three years. And now we've just come back down from Santa Barbara. It's about halfway in between Santa Barbara and LA. Hi. And we have a horse property here and an avocado farm. And it is just heaven. Wow. That is amazing. How beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank jealous. you. Yeah, so that's gorgeous. We're in the midst of a remodel and um, living through it, you know, yeah. which I love. My husband yeah. hates, but I love it. <laughs> well, we're kind of used to all the chaos of, of remodels and all the things that happen. <laughs> exactly. Nice. So I would love to get to know a bit more about you and your entry, your origin story into the design world. I think it's so fascinating and so cool that you're a designer, but you have also created this program and, and all of this other things that you're doing for other interior designers and all about empowering other designers and making things easier. And so I'd love to know about your origin story into this world. Sure. Um, it was a little bit by, I guess, you know, accident, but at the same time, of course, there's like nothing else I could be doing. Yeah. Um, so growing up, I always loved when I was very young, I was always into real estate and sketching like my perfect horse farm. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, with a ruler at six years old, figuring out, well, how many stalls do I need? And if I have that many horses, how many saddles are there? And how big is the saddle? And how big does the tack room need to be oh to gosh. fit all the saddles? And I like couldn't move on with my sketches <laughs> until I had measured out the size of the saddle and how many there were in my tack room. Like it was a little bit silly. And um, I always knew that I wanted to have my own business and I always knew that it needed to be like 50% business and 50% creative was kind of the only guiding parameters that I had. And going through, you know, junior high and high school, I was always um, very active and wanted to work. So I started training horses at 13. I went up oh to gosh. this barn and I was like, I could work here in exchange for riding lessons. And she was like, sure. So I was riding my bicycle after school every day. And, you know, on Saturday and Sunday, Monday was our day off. And I did that mm -hmm. for six years throughout um, junior high and high school. And then a friend of my mom's came to me one day and she was a headhunter. And she said, I met this really cool woman who's a lifestyle expert. And this is when Martha Stewart was just completely exploding on the scene, Amazing. you know, and um, HGTV had taken over the world and everything was home and garden, home and garden. Yeah. And Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> and um, this woman, Susie Quelo, who's super cool. She'd been in TV for years and she wanted to be the next Martha. So. She hired me and I was like, listen, I'm really only looking to work part-time. I've been working every summer, you know, vacation I've ever had yeah. through junior high and high school. Like, I actually want to take a summer off. And she was like, no, you need to work for me. This is, this. I feel like a real connection with you. So I did that for six, for, uh, six years, basically. So I worked for her for the first year part-time, then full-time. We had two books uh, with Simon & Schuster on home decor and style. She had two shows on HGTV. Oh, my gosh. Product line with Mervyn's, regular contributorship on the Today Show. So I got a, just an incredible education in media-based design is kind of what I call it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Susie had great taste in beautiful homes and always did everything herself, uh, but didn't have private clients. And so uh, at 24, I decided, well, um, I guess I'll be an interior designer. A friend of mine had told a friend of hers that I was a designer and um, hire, she hired me to do her new you know, townhome. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I've never had a client. <laughs> yes, we do these yeah. TV makeovers, but yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing. I charged this woman $25 an hour and I painted her house myself because my mom oh my gosh. had been a, a painter and had a painting business. So if I ever didn't want to go to school, I went and painted houses for her, you know, with her for fun. 
um, so I can paint better than most painters. And it was just this great kind of jumping off point. And I said, okay, well, I guess this is what I'm going to do now. So I quit my job at 24 at $3,000 in my pocket. I moved in with my boyfriend and I was like, all right, uh, let's hang a shingle as an interior designer. And then I've just been figuring it out from there. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. So you've really um, become a designer just through experience and getting your feet wet and jumping in. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And then how did, how did Style Rail come about? Like what did all, how did that unfold? Sure. So I started my design firm in 2004 and, um, you know, throughout the process of just kind of fumbling along the way with billing out of word and, you know, mm -hmm. overbilling clients and having to give refunds because oops, we did it twice for the drapery in the living room and called it two different things. Um, you know, just literally like yeah. trying to figure out how can the back end of this business be any easier and as the internet became more and more and more prominent, prominent and prevalent, um, I was like, oh, it'd be really great to have this, you know, this is like 15 <laughs> years ago, my kind of yeah. website that I create, you know? And so I was always thinking about that in the back of my mind. Yeah. And at the same time, growing my design firm, you know, we were having award-winning projects around the country, wow. um, growing my licensing collaborations. Um, I have seven licensed collections now. Oh my goodness. And um, I knew I didn't want it to be furniture-based because I had a I have a furniture brand, Aaron B, that's made custom furniture here in Los Angeles and shipped around the country. And shipping damage is a real thing. You know, it's a yeah, real pain. Yeah. So I was like, I need to figure out a business that is more scalable and doesn't require me to ship goods because I'm tired of the shipping. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I have one of those. I don't need a second one. And... Um, it was probably 2016 where I had become just completely fed up with the horrible software that I was using in our design firm. And I was like, there has to be something better. Clearly, yeah. I cannot be the only one stumbling through like admin and billing and client communication and, you know, checklists and to-do lists and follow-up and, you know, all of the things. Like yeah. now of paperwork and where do you keep your drawings and how do you make, make sure someone knows it's the most updated one? All the things. And so I started using, um, you know, industry best accounting softwares and started asking all these designers that I knew, yeah. like, what are you using? How are you doing it? And they were like, oh, it's all a disaster. Oh, and it's horrible. Like, yeah. That was consistently the feedback was, oh, yeah. it's terrible, but this is what we do. And the it's terrible, but this is what we do was pretty much mm -hmm. the same for every firm I spoke to. Um, even when they added more humans to manage the back end, it wasn't like anyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, it's fantastic. It's so easy. <laughs> It's seamless. <laughs> and as client habits started changing too, I noticed that, you know, they used to just call you. There was only the phone. Yeah. There was one yeah. way to communicate. Then it became two ways of email. And then everyone was managing projects in email. And email wasn't meant to be a project management solution. But that's how we we're communicating. Mm -hmm. Then it became Pinterest boards and Instagram messages and Facebook messages and text threads and WhatsApp threads and client communication is literally just spread so many places across oh, yeah. so many devices. And you're like, where did she tell me she wanted the pink one mm -hmm. instead of the blue one? Mm -hmm. You know, where did she say that? Because is it on eight of my text threads? Is it the one with the contractor? Is it not? Yeah. <laughs> is it in an it's email <laughs> about something else? Like, how do I find this? And I was hunting and hunting and hunting and hunting. It's like, okay, it's not just about invoicing. Right. It's the whole workflow that needs to change. And so I started concepting my ideal scenario of um, streamlining the back office of my design firm. And at the same time, I was talking to my furniture brands and my showrooms mm -hmm. and saying, is there a software that you use that's better on that side of the business? Yeah. Because I have a furniture brand. 
And we needed better software for Aaron's e also. And so we were still using our point of sale when we had a store um, because of the way it would let us split purchase oh, orders. And, gotcha. and it wasn't really meant to do what we were doing with it, yeah. but we were doing that. And every showroom I spoke to, every brand owner I spoke to said, oh no, it's terrible. <laughs> Someone should solve this problem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, ding, ding, ding. Like, let's create mm-hmm. better software for designers. Let's give them the mission control of their project where they can put the data in once, they can push it to their client, they can export it to Excel, they can put it out into Pinterest, they, you know, or to a, a PowerPoint, I should say. They can filter and manage, they can communicate from it with their client, with their team, with their vendor, right. so that you're literally just doing the work once, and then you can push right. it into kind of whatever format you need it to be. I wanted to get out of Excel. I'd lost hundreds of thousands of dollars with Excel mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I only noticed that after going back and doing an audit years oh later, I was like, hi, client, you actually owe me $35,000 still. And they were like, luckily, very gracious about it. But oh my God. it makes you look like a fool, you know? Yeah, yeah. it does. And um, and so I tried the other accounting solutions out there. And I was like, these are just brutal. You know, mm-hmm. these are like 80s accounting software built by accountants. It's 30 years yeah. later, we've not had an update. Like, what are we doing? This is a misery. Um, we were paying for training. My whole team was trying to learn it, and everyone was like, "Please don't make me do this. This is a miserable it's place horrible. to spend your yeah. day." And um, so I was like, "Okay, it needs to do communication. It needs to be a beautiful place to work. It needs to be easy because yeah. this is not rocket science." Yeah. Now, in some ways, it's very complex, right? All the tracking at the item level. There's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, but it should still be a very simple puzzle mm-hmm. and not require. 20 hours of accounting training in order to just bill my client for a lampshade. Like this right. is really not <laughs> rocket science. Um, so in 2019, um, I had raised money. I was like, okay, I can't fund this business on my own. Uh, I don't have that kind of capital. Mm-hmm. And I started talking to my friends who had tech companies and I was like, how do you do this? How do right. I start this? I want to build software. Yeah. I want to build an incredible platform that allows designers to connect with their vendors communicate with their brands, discover products, do their accounting, do their client communication, keep everything they love in one place. You know, we have thousands of photos from trade shows of all the stuff we want to sell. How do I put that in a digital library where my whole team can access it? Because, um, you know, it's like the, they don't, they can't get on my phone. So I just put photos from trade shows in a Dropbox folder calling it High Point 2020, you know, and be like, there was great stuff in there, guys. Go look. And they're like, we're not going to a Dropbox. Like, hunt for some random photo of a lamp. I'm like, but this is what we should be doing, right? Because I'm doing all this work to find this product, but it lives in my photos app. And that is not the place it should live. So StyleRow has an incredible digital library where you can upload absolutely anything to it. Drawings, pictures, Amazing. images, screenshots, PDFs, specs, whatever you want. And it's a team-based tool or a firm-based tool, I should say. Okay. So your design firm has an account. And any, you can invite anyone you want to that account and they can see your projects, they can collaborate, they can access Amazing. your library. So it allows you to design lightning quick, right? Because you'll spec 10 sofas for a client to present. Yeah. They buy one. So where do you save those other nine? Like you did all the work, you know, you shouldn't just throw that work away or bury it in an email somewhere and go on the hunt for it later. Um, so I wanted to make the product sourcing um, easy as well and the project mm-hmm. set up right? Because I found I was spending hours in an Excel document to give someone an initial budget. Like this should not take hours. You know, they're not paying me for this time Yeah. at this point. And yeah. um, how do I, you know, have like a really simple template that I can just, and I can throw some stuff in for my library and my budget is done. 
Um, so that was really the mentality of how I wanted the style of software to function. And it does, it's incredibly powerful. Um, we raised about $15 million to date. Oh we have a dedicated team of engineers. We have an incredible wow. team on the, the business and marketing and sales and operations and customer service side. And we are just helping designers streamline their business so they can do more work. They can work faster. They can mm -hmm. have a happier office design. experience. <laughs> can actually design. They don't forget their favorite products because it's in their yeah. phone and not, you know, in their digital library under sconces where it should be. Um, so it makes it just really, really easy to uh, communicate with your team, your vendor, your client, you can do great client presentations. Clients love it because it streamlines it for them. Mm -hmm. And I was really focusing on that designer client interaction as we were building the software as well. Like I want to make sure that the client experience is good. Right. Right. As other softwares would call in a client presentation, I'm like, this is an invoice with a thumbnail photo. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> by no means <laughs> anywhere near a presentation. Like let's not kid ourselves. Um, so we have a really cool client dashboard where the client, you know, as a designer, you can choose what to show to your client. You turn Perfect. and make all those items visible. Yeah. You can share the link when you're ready to share the link. Then your client gets it. They don't have to log in. They just put in their name. They Amazing. hit, you know, go. They can access it from their phone. All the items are there. They can approve. They can comment. They can thumbs up. They can thumbs down. Um, you choose what they see, what they don't see. So it's very much at the designer's control. Nice. You turn it off instantly. But the clients love it because it's not 85 emails, right? It's yeah. not 22 all different spot. PDFs that have all been updated at different times. And they're like, what did we even buy? Um, and so it makes it really, really simple for them. They can save it. They can save the project that you share with them, which has your okay. logo. It's fully branded for that design firm. Beautiful. They can save it as an app icon on their home screen. So they can just click it. And then it stops them from texting me in five different text threads. Yes. It really encourages the client feedback to go into one place. And then that one place allows anyone on my design team to access it because it's, Beautiful. you know, if we're selling them this water bottle. Yeah. Everything I've said about the water bottle to the client is right there when I log in. Everything my team says is right there. Everything their feedback is now we're going to be adding in the vendor side of that so that it literally is mission control. You know, you go in, you go into the project, you go to the room, you click on the item. There's All everything there. you need to know. The specs, the size, the dimensions, the approval, the status, the communication. It's all right there at your fingertips. So when you come back months later to a project, it's so easy to get caught up. And yeah. that's where you start to see the real value is over time as you're setting those statuses, as you're getting those alerts that are automated about updates. Mm -hmm. As you're looking back to the client feedback, the drawings, the dimensions, it's all right there. And I don't have to hunt for 15 minutes to find Looking out when we change that water bottle to blue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right there. That's amazing. Yeah, and what a time yeah. um, saver for sure. I know like when people are just all over the place and you're right, it's like searching for something and you know that there was a change and you can't prove it right away. I mean, that's so nice too, to be able to be like, okay, it's right here. Like this is the date it was approved. Yeah. It got changed. This is the new size. Uh, and then exactly. everyone's on the same page. And then, yeah, they it also empowers the client to be able to go into their dashboard, see yes. what is going on, what is the status, what's the product that they remember. They're not emailing you or texting you in the middle exactly. of the night on a Friday, like, hey, what was that sofa again? I'm at a party and I want to show my, you know, it's like, oh my God. Totally. Yeah. And we, you know, we use the dashboard um, throughout, we, we change it, I should say. We update how we use it throughout the process. So in the beginning, yeah. I'll share my inspiration images that way, right? And then I'll yeah. remove the ones they don't like and just leave the ones they do. Then I add products. You know, here's five coffee tables. You pick one, so I turn off the other four, remove them from the project. But I can keep them as a history of what I've shared. 
Um, nice. And then I can, you know, reorganize. And so it's really simple to use. I don't spend 10 hours creating a stupid, you know, presentation outside yeah. of the software that then has to constantly be manually updated. Like I want to stop those redundant waste of time workflows because clients mm -hmm. don't want to pay 10 hours for you to like fuss around with a keynote, right? And then send yeah, them a PDF that's not. outdated immediately and doesn't auto update. Like, what are we doing? This is such a waste of time. Um, so with our dashboard, you could just push those updates to it. And then after they approve things and pay, I usually turn it off. So they don't go in and second guess themselves, right? But if they want me to turn it back on, because we will get clients to say, I'm at a party, I want to show my friends. And we're like, okay, Slip. yeah, you know, we have a yeah. bulk actions function. We turn everything back on for them. They show their friends at their party. They, ooh, they all, you know, turn it back off. Yeah. And then I can say, you know, if there's a few new things I want to show them, I turn those things, make those visible send them a quick note through the system. They get an email for every single item. It's super easy for them to click in, to leave the comments right from their phone. Yes, no, love it, hate it, uh, whatever mm -hmm. I need them to say or approve or look at. And Anything. then, um, you know, we just continue on. So it's like literally this live feed that is so easy, interactive for them. They love it. They're like, please don't ever not send me something through the dashboard. Yeah. Makes the design yeah. firm look good, right? And that's what you want is by the end of a arduous design process and an expensive mm. project that clients are spending money on, it should be simple for them. They shouldn't be waiting through emails either. They shouldn't be looking really? through 20 invoices being like, where did I pay for that lamp? It's it's annoying for them. So as annoying yeah. as it is for the designer, I was really focused on that client experience because in every other industry, that is like the most important thing. Absolutely. Right? I feel like it's huge. Some, in design, that kind of gets left behind because we're so focused on just trying to keep our head above water as a designer and get the project done, right? Mm -hmm. And communicate with all the vendors and the subcontractors and all the things and make sure it's pretty and make sure it fits through the door and <laughs> yeah. make sure you build for all it. Those There's details. so much to do. Right. And then you're like, oh, right. What is the experience like for my client on the other mm -hmm. side of this? Mm -hmm. And so our goal with Style Row is to try to make that as pleasant for them as possible so the design firm looks good. So you get those referrals at the end of the job, right? Absolutely. The clients Absolutely. burnt out and like, oh, I love my house and I love my designer, but this was a painful process. Yeah. Um, you're probably not going to get the referrals you should, right? And yeah. now if you have a really phenomenal software interface where that client's like, oh my gosh, my designer's so on top of it. The billing was so easy. Referencing what I paid for was so easy because it was all here in this little app that lived on my yep. phone and I just clicked it and there was everything I ever needed dream huge so yeah that's what we're doing yeah that's huge i mean you know you you speak on it you're hit, you're hitting it right on especially with clients that are just you know they're overwhelmed already they're mm -hmm. inundated with all these things all these decisions and yeah mm -hmm. to have it all there and clean and you want them to feel good <laughs> when they're yes. looking at everything you don't want exactly. them to have that frustration because then that just kind of leads into everything else yeah. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely am so excited that you have created this and what a gift for all these designers. And we're going to have our workshop on Friday where we are actually going to go through the website. We're going to check out how it all works out. I love the aspect of it to where you can create those placeholders for that budget, because that's one of the biggest yep. things is people are like, well, what is this going to cost? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, what, okay, we know we didn't want a sofa. We want a nightstand. We want, or, you know, a side table right. and a coffee table. We can start plugging those things in without actually sourcing exactly the item. And then they have a good idea of, of what we're looking at. So I think that also yes. is a huge benefit. 
It is, it is. And our budget tool syncing with the project visual. So it's like you have two views of your project. So instead of being, you know, I found most designers, uh, when you really break down your workflow, they they might say I use one software, but they're really mm -hmm. using five, yeah. you know, because they're on Instagram and Pinterest for inspiration. So we're generally still a bulk of us are creating a Pinterest board for an inspiration element, right? To kind of start looking at some visuals. Yep. You're pulling some stuff from Pinterest, you know, into your phone, or maybe you're putting it all into a PowerPoint or a keynote, but that's like, that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Then you're creating maybe an Excel budget for this kind of, like you said, placeholder. What are we going to shop for? What's our scope of work? Here's some rough budget numbers. So now you're in Excel. And then you've got a trans, then you've got a shop, you've got a source, you've got to present. So then you're often in, pin you know, PowerPoint yep. or a keynote or something to show them the stuff and start collecting all your ideas into one place. Then you're often transferring all of that into a studio designer, an IV, a, a DA, whatever you're using for your accounting, right? Directly into QuickBooks, you're, you're doing that again into there. Then they're often taking it out of there, putting it back in Excel to track, putting it back into the PowerPoint to track, or um, using like an Asana or a Basecamp for their to-do list. I mean, that's at least five places, oh, yeah, right? And nuts. you're in email communicating and text messages. You're in five, six, seven places for your project. Even if you think, oh, I do my accounting out of source X, you're really touching all of these things constantly. Then you got your drawings, right? Then you got your Dropbox folder or your Google Sheets where you're saving other things. Oh yeah, things. where everything else is. <laughs> I mean, stuff is literally everywhere. And so, um, yeah, that's really our goal is to try to get rid of as many of those other places for you to do the work. So we can replace Excel. You don't need to be in there. We replace your presentations. We can replace your Pinterest experience, your library, your phone, your photo app, replace the email coordination or text messaging for the large part. And then we okay. sync to QuickBooks from the budget. So you can, you know, you can do purchase orders out of StyleRow. You can do invoices directly out of StyleRow and you can sync to QuickBooks for your accounting. So it's really truly saving Perfect. you hours and hours and hours and hours of annoying grunt work. Yeah. And all that so, yeah, time. I'm excited and to go through it all. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we're, we're stoked. And then, yeah, just like you spoke about it earlier, just how we, you know, we're not billing our clients all that time of us searching and like putting things in spreadsheets Absolutely because, not. and then the, the designers, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll coach several designers and I'm like, you can't like, they're like, I can't bill for this. I'm like, I know. And it's, you've taken like five hours out of today that right. should have been toward design. Exactly. Um, so yeah, huge. Absolutely. Yeah, huge. huge. And I, I sometimes hear from designers, well, if it's faster, then I'm going to make less money because I'm not billing my client. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, thinks, first of all, <laughs> no way so backwards. But I think it's much more on your to your point, which is yeah. there's so much time spent that you can't bill for yeah. that you think you're earning, but you're really losing, you know, Absolutely. and it's like if it takes you 20 minutes, but it used to take you two hours to do that upfront budget, maybe you're billing for it charge for two hours you know you can charge for the value of your time but yeah. if it takes you six hours and you're only billing for two because you feel like ooh, six hours to put this together seems ridiculous i can't pay, charge them that mm -hmm. that's usually what's happening Absolutely. and you're losing money yeah and, so and why well, you can't have a sustainable business that way no and i had stopped billing clients in any way on you know the ordering and all of that information on a timely basis. I just do it as a procurement fee. So now I have a percentage right. of my procurement fee. So if I am doing a less time doing that, I still get paid my procurement fee, but now it's only a right. fraction of what I would have been doing. So yeah, you're more profitable. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And, and we need to be profitable in our businesses. Every business. <laughs> I feel <Yes>. like we <laughs> feel guilty about that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we get in there and then it's like, it, it's a whirlwind of all kinds of things. And we think we're making money because we're bringing in all this revenue. But then it's like, okay, well, let's look at the profit and like, what did we actually do here? Because, you know, the profit is way low compared to what we're thinking um, yes. we're getting. So yeah, huge kind of wake up check. Um, and compared to the value that we bring, you know, I think mm -hmm. that's another really important um, element to hit on is like the confidence of, you know, especially young design firms or smaller firms who kind of, I, I run into that a lot where it's like, oh, well, I just, you know, I'm not really confident that I should be charging X, Y, yeah. Z. And I'm, I had an incredible interview um, with Jim Magny from Magny Kalman Design, who's you know been in the industry forever, just a complete Amazing. icon, a super cool man, so talented, so wonderful. And he did this great interview with us um, for Style Row a few years ago. And he said, oh, I tell my clients, I will make you millions of dollars on your real estate, point blank. Yeah. Because that is the value that I bring to the table. And I'm like, you say that. And he's like, absolutely, yes, I say I that. And I was like, it's genius. You know, instead of being like, oh, I have good ideas. You should yeah. hire me. It's like, no, I make my clients millions of dollars on their real estate. Mm -hmm. So pay the bill, respect my time. You know, when you come to the project with that kind of confidence and just, right. you know, no attitude about it, just yeah. matter of fact. Just own it. And I started looking back at my projects. I'm like, I make my clients millions of dollars on their real estate too. Yeah. I can remember one project specifically. It was a $10 million house. They put in a million dollars. He sold it a year later for like 12 or 13. Oh you know, he gosh. made a million to two million yeah. profit after yes. recouping all of his expenses on my work. Did I get a commission check? No. You know, of course <laughs> not. Did I even get a thank you for right? all the work that I did? Absolutely not. Because yeah. it can be a very thankless position unless you really demand the respect that is due. And that mm -hmm. I think also comes with, you know, billing properly and being willing to make a profit and to say that, like, I'm going to make you yeah. a lot of money if you ever go to sell this house. And so it costs, it takes time. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. my time and my team's time. And we have to bill for it. Otherwise we can't afford Absolutely. to work on your project, you know? Absolutely. And they're kind of like, oh, right. That makes yeah. sense. You know? <laughs> yeah. When you put it into like practical terms, like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You might think I'm just picking a lamp, but it's a lot yeah. more than that. Oh my God. I know. It's so funny just saying that. Like I've, you know, just working with people and like just, they just don't understand all the things that go into it. And, and sometimes they'll be like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, go with a designer. I'm going to go on my own. And then the week later, they're just like freaking out. And it's like, uh -huh. <laughs> it's a so lot then, and it takes uh, so much time. You know, good design, you have to be very thoughtful, right? And check. Mm -hmm everything and check your measurements 85 times and like you know just be yeah. so 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 thoughtful and that sucks up so much time mm -hmm. and i'd much rather spend time pouring over drawings pouring over the inspiration really considering the, the choices than spending you know eight hours like screenshotting stuff to put it in a stupid presentation then nobody cares i know the chair is layered with the drapery you know yeah. nobody yeah. cares they just want you to hurry up and get their stuff ordered and make it great exactly so that's why with Style Row, we didn't spend waste time building some like ridiculous visualization layering tool because mm -hmm. frankly, that's not what's needed to speed up the back end of the design firm, yeah. you know? And your clients only know what you show them. So yeah. if you don't give them some like layered Crazy PowerPoint thing. that took you 25 <laughs> hours to do, 
they don't know. You could just show them that, you know, in style roads, like everything yeah. is a tile, everything's right there. It's all the same size. You yeah. can reorder it, drag and drop to shuffle it around, you can put whatever pictures in there you want. You have a carousel of all the images. Mm -hmm. So it's not just one static image of the sofa. They can see the leg detail. They can see it yeah. in five colors. Whatever you want to show them to sell it, it's a way better sales tool because it's interactive yeah. versus some ridiculous layered one image PDF mm -hmm. that designers feel like, oh, it's a presentation. It's so pretty. And the client's <laughs> like, what does the lamp look like on the other side? You know, like they can't <laughs> click anything. It's actually, yeah. again, thinking about that client experience. Yeah, so funny. A static PDF is a terrible way to present. Um, yeah. So, you know, we've got lots of added layers in there mm -hmm. to help you make that sale quickly when the client's, you know, drinking on a Friday afternoon and is like, let's do the dining room. Let's go for it. Yes. Like you want to strike while that iron's hot. Heck yeah. Go in your library on Style Row, add together a project. I mean, I can throw a room together in minutes yeah. because so much of the product I love is in my it's digital library there. and it's all sorted by type. Dining tables, dining chairs, pendants, bronze. I can filter on anything. It's like having Google Amazing. in your project. You ask it and it shows you exactly what, you know, whatever's in there. Poof, I've put together a designing room design, a dining room design. Yeah. Sent them a link while they're having cocktails and they're like, oh my God, it's amazing. Let's go. Like yeah. it's that fast if you want it yeah. to be, you know? Yeah. And and just the fact that you're selecting all of your pieces, it really is in alignment with your own particular style. So it's kind of like a, a super filter compared to like <laughs> what's out on the web. You exactly. know, it's like you've create you've like uh, you're curated your your whole sort of design firm. Yeah. I mean, why would I want to start from scratch yeah. every single time? Yeah. You know, because we find so much beautiful stuff we love that we never sell. Oh, yeah. Right. Because you can't buy everything for every project yeah. that you find. You're like, oh, that's a great dining chair. And then you forget. I mean, how many of us sit down mm -hmm. to look for dining chairs in a project and you're like, look up to the ceiling and you're like, like I've already uh, done this. Oh, uh, what website? <laughs> Where should I go? I saw a chair once. Where was it? Yeah. You know, and you're yeah. like hunting and hunting and hunting. Yeah. And now that dining chair took you three hours by the time yeah. you actually find what you want and then get the pricing and put it all together and send it mm -hmm. over. And then again, you aren't, you're not charging your client three hours for sourcing that. <laughs> no, it's like, of course not. They'll be like, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Didn't that take you five minutes? You're like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah five yeah. minutes. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, how can people um, find you? How can people find Style Row if they want to check it out? I know we're going to do our workshop on Friday, um, but we'll put in the show notes you know, all the other things. So I'd want to know, like, how can they can, they can get yeah. with you. Yeah, stylerow.com. So really easy. Go to stylerow.com. You can sign up for a free account. We have a basic uh, free version of the software. Beautiful. Um, and then we have our premium that has all the features, the budgets, the client presentations, all the juicy stuff, the accounting, um, syncing to QuickBooks and whatnot. So you can definitely give it a, give it a try. It's Thanks. fantastic. We have um, a wonderful team of humans that can do a live demo. There's videos up there to show you how it works, but it's really, really, really easy to use. And then we'll go through it all on Friday. Yeah, I can't wait. And then um, do you have anything else coming up that's super exciting or releases? Like, you've got your hands in so many beautiful things. I was just curious if you had yeah. anything that you're excited about to share. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're doing a fall release for Aaron V Furniture. So if you want to see my uh, furniture, you can go to Okay. So that's in the works in a few months. Um, I just launched a line, Hartman and Forbes window shades. A uh, really beautiful collection with them of three different designs. And uh, yeah, we're just always working on stuff. My Universal Furniture collection is finally, I think, in stock as of July. So yes, 
So you can check out that at universalfurniture.com. Um, and then just come see me. I'm at Erin B. Style on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, Style Row is at my Style Row. So you can drop cool. us a note. We will. And we'll have all that again in the show notes. So anyone that's listening to this after the workshop, um, it'll be in there. And then if you are in the design coven and you listen to this afterward, recordings are in there. This is the recording will also be in the secret podcast for design Kevin so that you can catch up there. And then you'll also have the YouTube um, video um, of the workshop available for you. And um, last question is, um, you know, what do you do to stay grounded, to stay centered? Do you have any sort of mindful things or that you practice? Um, let's see. I try to just really um, put everything in perspective if mm. I'm feeling stressed. You know, yeah. and that really helps me. Like I kind of step outside of myself a little bit and it's like, yeah. okay, you're not going to die, right? The house <laughs> okay. isn't going to burn down. It's not really on fire. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can, you're going to just have to confront this and deal with it. Right. And you kind of yeah. go, yeah. And you're like, can you do that? And I go, yeah. And then like the stress just melts away mm. when I say, oh, okay, yeah, well, just again, one step at a time. Yeah. Um, but to get away, I have horses. And so I love to go out to the barn and see them Beautiful. and it just... You know, no screen, no digital, no yeah. work, and you really can't be thinking about other things when you're interacting um, with a big, big, beautiful, strong animal, you know, Amazing. and just talking about other things than work. Yeah. Um, so that's really wonderful. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much, Erin. Yeah. I really appreciate your time today and sharing all the things that you're doing. And I think it's just a big inspiration for all these designers. And I love that you've created a tool to help us in our businesses. I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Well, thank you. And thanks for sharing um, the story and sharing it with your audience. I can't wait to meet everybody on Friday. Yes, we are stoked. Thank you. You've been listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. If it's one that you have been enjoying, please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers. And if you're looking for mentorship, I invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry and Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well, and we will see each other soon.